When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. My name is Fernanda. Welcome or welcome back to A Better You Podcast. I'm your host. And today we are going to talk all about independence, moving out, being on your lonesome, dealing with loneliness, and overcoming it. I'm excited for today's episode because today's a little bit more chill. I'm going to be telling you guys about my experience ever since I moved out. Um, how I've been dealing with loneliness, how I've been coping with being an adult, a tragic, tragic thing. Uh, just kidding, not tragic, actually just mandatory to life, but um, realizing that it's quite more tragic than I thought it would be. But anyways, we have so many topics to cover. I'm gonna answer all of your questions that you guys have, give you my piece of advice after living alone for one year and everything that I've learned along the way. It's Thursday and I just uploaded a podcast episode yesterday. If you haven't heard it yet, go listen to it. It is all about a little mindset talk and talking to you guys about going after your goals and your dreams and just conquering whatever you set your mind to. But today I'm filming this podcast the day after posting the other one because this weekend is Coachella. I said that in the last episode as well. And I'm doing a little bit of a pre-film because I will not be at home next week. I will be in LA and I want to make sure that I get this episode up and recording for you guys. So that's my vibe right now. It's currently raining and there's a big gloomy cloud over me and it's not really the vibe, but I'm feeling excited because like I said, Coachella is literally tomorrow and I... I guess by the time you're listening to this, Coachella has already passed. I hope that you guys were staying up to date on my Instagram and seeing how it all went for me. Past Fern, I hope that, oh, I guess future Fern, as I'm recording this right now, I hope that Coachella is amazing for you and that it's so fun and that all your outfits slayed. The past few days have been my errand running days. Um, As Coachella's coming up, I got my nails done, my toes done, I got my extensions put back in today, and... I am feeling like a 10 out of 10. My extensions make me feel so confident and on top of the world. And I can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing because when I have them in, I feel unbreakable. But when I have them out, I just want them back in so bad. And I just feel like not myself with short hair. So like, I don't know, take it how you will. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But anyways, and I also have a spray tan today. So that's exciting. Oh, I got a facial yesterday. I got a LED light therapy facial while getting gua sha, which was kind of fun. It was cool because I always do gua sha myself, but it was a whole different experience having somebody else do it on you. And it did make me realize that I'm definitely pulling way too hard on my skin because the doing my gua sha massage was so chill and calm but I may or may not have fallen asleep like three times on that chair but that was amazing today I was gonna go to a cycling class because I love doing that but I fell asleep and I slept through my alarm so that was an L that's how my day has been going I also did some shopping I'm trying to figure out my outfits for what I'm gonna wear this next week and it's just overwhelming to say the least I'm overwhelmed by the amount of options that I have or the options that I do not have wherever you're listening to this podcast whether you're on a walk or you're at school or you're at home or you're cleaning I hope that you're doing well. I love you guys. Let's get on into this episode. Living alone. 
Let me tell you guys a little story about how this all came to be. I moved out for the first time ever from my family home last year in May. So it's almost coming up to a year, which is crazy to even say because I feel like the time has just flown by so fast, but at the same time, so slow. Honestly, I plunged myself forward into moving out. And even though at the time it was something that I had always like wanted to do, like I remember the last few months before I moved out, I just felt so stuck at home and creatively uninspired. Like I was trying to film videos and some of you guys were even saying to me, your videos are starting to get repetitive. And it would really, it was like a stab to the chest because I knew it too. I knew that my angles were getting repetitive. The scenes were getting repetitive. I was doing the same types of videos and I feel like it was all just turning out the same. And I I had anxiety over it. And I know you guys maybe would say like, you shouldn't let the hate get to you, but it's different when you get comments that are kind of like hate, I guess, or criticism, but you also believe in it. Because again, if you get triggered by what someone says to you, you believe that a part of it is true. And 100%, I believe that. Like I knew it myself. Um, And I remember when it was January last year, I was just so antsy and I was like, okay, hey, I have to start looking for places now. And also for some reason, I swear every single YouTuber moved out last year at this time. And I just felt like I was falling behind. I was like, holy, like everyone's moving out. I got to step up my content and you know, the timing felt kind of right. So I started doing apartment hunting and I made the tragic, tragic mistake by visiting the nicest apartment first because every other apartment that I visited after that one just did not even compete to the first one. And I ended up living in the same building as that first apartment, but I ended up getting in a different unit. So the building that I'm currently in and recording in right now is the very first one that I looked at when I decided that I was going to move out. And yeah, let me just tell you, obviously this isn't what the episode is about, but finding a place to live in Vancouver is actually horrendous. It gives me a headache just thinking about it. And it's actually shameful how expensive and just like crazy apartment hunting is in Vancouver. Every single place that I looked was either really expensive for a new apartment or really old and like slightly w still expensive for how big the place was like you just couldn't win but again I love where I live now so I'm happy that I lived here for the past year and I feel like I wouldn't have wanted it any other way I honestly feel like I didn't even process the fact that I was going to move out I just did the apartment hunting we finally decided the one and then it just became time I had to pack all my things and I had to start moving in I just like didn't even give myself a chance to like be sad or reminisce that I was leaving my family home and that I wouldn't live with my family probably ever again or at least for a very long time and I moved straight away and honestly I feel like a lot of people were asking me like I did a little Q&A on my Instagram story and they were like how did you feel moving out like were you scared were you sad and I actually like wasn't really for some reason I kind of just fully plunged myself forward and the reason for why I think that I wasn't very sad about moving out or having to spend so so much time on my own was because the year prior to moving out, I had spent a lot of time traveling on my own, which I highly recommend. If you are going to move out for the first time, I would suggest doing solo traveling because obviously it's not the same as living alone, but it does get you in a very independent headspace. And for me, who is someone that is very forgetful and kind of clumsy and I lose a lot of things, I had always been the child or the girl, I guess, that like was getting watched whenever I would go on trips and he was always like, you know what, give me your passport 
or I'm gonna hold it for you because you're gonna lose it, you're gonna lose your phone. So yeah, traveling on my own made me really take care of my things, really watch my back, feel out how it was gonna be spending so much time on my own and exploring cities on my own. So yeah, honestly, traveling alone, can't recommend it enough. Even if you go somewhere that isn't like super expensive or somewhere that you don't have to spend a lot of money from, I highly recommend it. It was so good for me. But yeah, when I moved out, I felt like I was just traveling alone. Like I was in my apartment and I was like, I just felt like I was on a very long vacation. And I honestly didn't feel sad at all. I loved it. I, I came right into here and I felt super safe in this apartment. It was honestly kind of fun. The first few weeks that I moved in, I didn't really have a lot of furniture. So I just had a yoga mat and I did so much yoga. I had so much space because I didn't have a couch yet or anything. So I was just doing like cartwheels in my apartment. I was blasting music. I had my TV on the floor and it was a vibe. I loved it. And let me just say, that first month that I moved out on my own, I was a freaking club rat. I moved downtown Vancouver the year before I was 19 and it was kind of like while COVID was happening so I didn't get to go clubbing much and so when I moved out and I was in the city and I was like prime 20 me and my friends went clubbing like every single weekend twice a week and it's kind of funny looking back now because I wouldn't do that but at the time I had the time of my life I made so many memories with my friends and it was so fun getting ready in an apartment having a little pre listening to music like it was just so fun and I feel like that was one of the biggest emotions that I had when I moved out just like happy jolly I felt so free and not that my parents ever didn't let me do stuff or they were like super protective like I still had a lot of freedom when I lived at home but actually being on my own and not having to tell anyone what time I was coming back at or just going out whenever I wanted to was really such a crazy feeling and I just remember feeling so grateful. So yeah, I loved it. And I spent the entire spring and summer traveling. So honestly, I didn't even spend that much time alone and buying all the furniture was super fun. Like basically what I'm trying to say is I had a great spring and summer. It was a vibe. It was fun. I was adjusting to the new city life. I was getting to know my neighborhood. I was trying a lot of new workout classes, new restaurants, new cafes. Um, and then September hit. And I'm just giving you a little bit of a recap here on my year, but September hit and I had so many things. It kind of felt like the end of a hurrah. Like I hit 1 million subscribers. I did my Arden collection launch, which was like a clothing collection. And then my birthday was in October. I had New York Fashion Week. Basically so many things happened that after that, I felt so overwhelmed, so burnt out. And obviously I had never experienced feeling burnt out and sad and overwhelmed on my own. And it kind of hit me like a truck. I was in a little depression era. And you know what? My parents are listening to this right now, I bet. So no reason to be concerned because I'm obviously fine now and I was probably fine then. But you know what? When in the moment you feel so helpless and you feel so like, oh my God, I'm never gonna feel better. I'm so sad. Like that's what I felt like. And I think at that time, I wasn't really sure how to get myself out of a slump when I had nobody else around. And when I wasn't surrounded by friends 10 minutes away from me, I didn't have my family close to me. It was just, it felt like a very lonely period. Um, and now looking back, I would tell my younger self, girl, get up, go outside, call somebody, do something. Don't just sit there and be sad. But that was definitely a low point for me, I guess. And same with kind of November, I guess. I was really nervous because I feel like I do struggle kind of with seasonal depression. And I was nervous to go into that season while living alone for the first time. But again, we'll kind of discuss on how I coped with loneliness or how I coped with feeling sad and all that kind of stuff while living alone. But 
it was definitely a change for me and it was kind of a little realization slap. But yeah, ever since January now that we're heading into this new spring era out of winter, I felt a lot better and now I feel so much more mature than I did before and I feel just so like better equipped. I feel like I don't fall into those sad phases as easily anymore. Yeah, this year has been such a crazy year of growth for me and it's so funny because I feel like I've matured so much in one year and now whenever I think of myself when I lived at home I'm just like why was I living on easy mode like I don't think I was ever sad I was constantly happy and I didn't have to cook I only cleaned my room I had my friends all around me I had my family close to me like I was kind of living and Honestly, I I feel like I maybe could have stayed home a little bit longer, but like I said, I just kind of felt so creatively stuck at the time. So, you know, I guess it's a good thing that I moved, but also I could have stayed home longer. And now looking back, I really appreciate that time that I spent home because like I should have been a little bit more grateful. I was living on easy mode and life was good. But yeah, that, that's been kind of a little bit of a summary of my year while living alone. So I wanted to go into some of the things that I've learned while living alone and kind of talk you guys through them. Starting off with number one, it's a lot harder to move than I thought and it's a lot more expensive. Now, this may be a given, but for some reason it wasn't for me. I thought it was going to be a breeze and like, yeah, it kind of was. Like it didn't I wasn't super thrown off by it, but it definitely takes a lot of effort and it takes a big toll on you mentally and physically. It's also just such a pain to like clean everything, put everything in boxes, unpack everything, get your new place situated. It takes a lot of time. And I thought I was going to be busting out videos every single week of my moving process. And when I was actually doing it, I was like, holy, this is going to take me a lot longer. Bear with me, friends. But yeah, it, it takes it takes a lot of work and it's also freaking expensive. I mean, again, I knew it was going to be expensive, but moving out for the first time, there are so many things I didn't realize I would have to buy, like cutlery and napkins and Tupperware. Like, bruh, that was a shock. I also didn't think furniture was going to be that expensive, and I was quite humbled when I realized how much a couch and a table cost, but that was traumatizing. But on the other side, now I'm going to have this furniture for life, and I can take it with me to the next upcoming apartments or wherever I go after this, so... I feel like it, it is a little bit of a stab to the heart at first, but I'm going to have this for a long time. So I feel like it kind of, it was kind of worth it. If you are moving, I highly recommend looking on like Facebook marketplace or taking old furniture that you have with you because it is expensive and it's a lot doing for the first time, but at the same time, it's super fun to decorate your space and I had so much fun picking out all my furniture. It was just, it was a vibe. I also got my friends to come to Ikea with me and they came over to help me build furniture and it was just so fun. One of the places that I really love to shop at was Etsy for like all the cute little like posters and little trinkets and I absolutely love going thrifting and picking out unique little pieces of decor because everything is so unique, it's so colorful and it's so cheap. So I highly recommend thrifting. And yeah, I also highly recommend going on Pinterest and pinning a bunch of different ideas of furniture and kind of vibes that you like for your apartment because that really helped me solidify the vibe that I was going for. But can I say one thing? Now that I've lived in this specific apartment for a year, something that I've realized is that when I moved, I really wanted this whole new like gray and white fridge that looks like a cabinet, marble, very new aesthetic of a apartment. And 
now I'm kind of like craving wooden floors and a little more of a vintage vibe and like trees as a in a backyard or just like grass because I feel kind of gray in this apartment. I don't know why. I just feel like everything's a little too bland. It's a little too gray, a little too industrial. Like I'll look outside and all I see is cement and concrete and I think it's kind of put a damper on my mood and I kind of just want like a warmer area. So I definitely think in my next apartment, I'm going to look for a place that has like a warm floor and maybe faces the sun because that's a really big thing for me. And when I picked this apartment unit, I wanted to be able to see the sunset, but I don't even see the sunset. So it was kind of an L. I didn't get the sunrise and I didn't get the sunset either. So that's definitely what I'm going to do differently for next time. But that was the first thing I learned while moving out. The next thing that I learned while living alone is that you need to motivate yourself and have a routine. Otherwise, you are going to be bored and alone and feel kind of purposeless. I mean, my screen time has definitely 100% increased ever since I started living alone. And in my defense, I feel like I used use it as like, you know, what everyone says, a communication tool to feel less lonely, to feel community. But like to a certain extent, it's like, girl, get off your phone. I don't think you should have a 12 hour screen time. So I definitely had to find hobbies and activities to do so that I wouldn't just be alone on my phone or like watching a screen the entire day. And for me, some of the things that I love doing while living alone is trying different workout classes, going to different cafes, going to get food on my own, going to the park bike riding, etc. And having a routine is really important. I will say though, since I do work from home and I'm like my own boss or whatever you want to say, I kind of have less of a need for structure and routine, but a routine that really sticks with me and that I absolutely need to do is my morning routine. And I feel like that kind of sets me up for the day. Otherwise, I will not have a good day. And I know that's kind of like pessimistic to say, but I really think my morning determines whether or not my day goes well. Because if I wake up and immediately I go on my phone and I'm just like feeling lazy and I just spend all morning in bed, it's so hard for me to get my shit together during the day. So having a routine is super important and being able to motivate yourself. For me, that means having a lot of notes or planners or journals or just something that's gonna keep you accountable. This can also be having a buddy that you go to workout classes with or study with, do your work with. Just anything that can keep you accountable is super important. Next up is calling people for help. I feel like I have a weird habit of whenever I feel super like sad, I wanna be with people, but at the same time I don't want to be with anybody and I don't want to call anyone and this kind of goes into the whole little sad phase that I'm telling you that I had in like September I feel like I was super overwhelmed and felt really lonely but at the same time didn't want to see anyone and now looking back I would have just told myself why don't you just go see your parents why don't you just call your parents why don't you just text somebody so if you're listening to this right now and you are struggling with loneliness or you live alone call somebody that you love tell them how you're feeling talk openly it honestly helps so much and sometimes you don't even want to hear other people's advice because it's kind of like a lot but it really is helpful to hear another person's perspective and it makes you feel a lot less lonely and if you don't feel like calling someone or hitting someone up I highly suggest playing podcasts or listening to YouTube videos of people talking just some sort of sound that can kind of ease you and relieve you and make you feel like you're not alone I think one of the worst things is feeling this kind of like sadness and loneliness and being in complete silence it's just 
just kind of painful. I feel like this can kind of go a little bit too far to the point where you're always surrounded by noise and you should have a little bit of silence. But when you are feeling these down periods, there's nothing wrong with calling someone and asking for help. The next thing that I learned, which is a tip for anybody that is living alone or is struggling with feeling a little bit trapped inside of their house, is to honestly go outside and go to cafes, work in cafes, just go see people. I had this habit of being in my apartment and it almost felt like I was trapped. I was like looking out my window being like, oh, everybody's outside and I had nobody to hang out with. And so I just kind of was staying inside by myself. But going outside and just being around people makes you feel less lonely, honestly. It kind of makes you feel more connected to everyone. You get to people watch and it just made me feel so, so much better, even though it's such a simple thing. So I highly recommend if you work from home, especially try going out to cafes, go to different locations, do your work, even at restaurants. I always do that and it's super fun and it's not embarrassing whatsoever. I know a lot of people struggle with that and going to restaurants alone because they, I don't know, they think that it may be awkward, but really nobody is paying attention to you and more power to you, honestly. They'll see you alone eating and they'll say, oh my God, she's doing her work on her own. Like, slay. Like, honestly, just put in some earphones. Nobody's gonna bother you or talk to you and everybody's more focused on themselves. So they don't really care that you're there doing your work. So I highly recommend that. And if it's not something that you're used to, go out and practice it because it will get better with time and you'll feel a lot more comfortable and it's honestly so fun. Like that is one of my favorite things to do. And if you're feeling fancy, feeling a little bit extroverted, go make small talk with people in public because there's so many people around and I assure you that if you go talk to them, they'd happily continue the conversation with you. Another thing that I had to learn the hard way was that I had to do chores daily. And I know that's so stupid for me to even say because that should be just like the bare minimum but I didn't realize how many chores I was gonna have to do and how hard it was going to have to be to keep my space clean and I also didn't realize how much time it took like honestly I would have friends over and before it would just be like you know get ready tell them to come over but now it's like get ready clean the bathroom sweep vacuum make sure the kitchen is clean make sure everything is dusted make sure the windows are clean the mirrors are clean like everything just takes so much more effort and even though this is something I 100% have to get better at and it's definitely a work in progress for me having a little bit of a cleaning routine is going to help you so much especially so you don't have to do ginormous cleans like once a week you can do like little cleans throughout the week if that makes sense something that I love to do is put Put on like a 15 minute timer and just clean as fast as I can and see how much I can get done because otherwise I will procrastinate the process for so long when literally sometimes all you need is a 15 minute timer and you can get the job done. Another thing that I learned and that I highly recommend you do if you live alone is to take the time to make the space your own. I remember I watched a TikTok by Victoria Paris and she was saying that every apartment that she lived in she would always kind of not fully furnish it because she just thought to herself, well, I'm going to be out of here in a year. So I don't really want to put in the effort to making it my own. But that made her feel like none of the places she lived in were truly her home. So I highly recommend making the place yours and really adding personal touch to it. And that doesn't mean that the place needs to be super trendy or aesthetic. It's just things that remind you of home that make you feel happy and good. I feel like I learned this because when I lived at home, even I would redo my room all the time and like decorate it and stuff and I made it super bright super colorful and when fall came around I was like you know what I'm gonna switch up my decor I'm going to put leather jackets in my room maybe make it a lot darker and a lot more fall and even though that was 
the season, having all these dark colors in my room made me feel so dragged down and heavy and just like slow. It just didn't feel like me. And so having that in mind, when I moved into this apartment, I was like, I'm just going to make this the brightest, colorfulest, just most lively place that I can make it because that's what makes me feel good. And I specifically did that in my office. I made sure to add a lot of colors, a lot of pink, just a lot of things that are really personal to me, as well as maybe little posters with quotes or hanging up personal pictures, just really making the place your own. It's going to make you feel a lot better. It'll feel a lot more homey and it'll make your vibrations raise honestly. And this can be applicable to you whether you live in a dorm or in an apartment or even at home in your own bedroom. Just really take the time to make it your own. And also, I think that there's nothing better than going to someone else's house and seeing their environment be such a reflection of them. Like it's honestly, it, fe- it feels like a little stamp on the world, you know? Like it's kind of like your style, but it's your bedroom, which is so sacred and special. And it- it's just so cute. My friend Myela's room is so vintage and it's so vibrant. She really curated it to have like posters of her favorite artists, of her favorite bands. She has a record player with her favorite records, a lot of antique little decorations and really warm lighting. And that's what screams Myella to me when I go into that room. And as for Shaylee, she like loves reading, loves like history. And she has a bookshelf in her room and a whole bunch of books. She's got some plants. She's got a whole bunch of Polaroids that she's taken. And it's very wooden and warm in there and it's just also super vibey so those are two people that stand out to me that have rooms that really represent their personalities and I absolutely love it and I guess some last few things that I want to say about this is that you need to learn to be your own best friend when you move out because you're the only person that you've got at the end of the day that is something that I've really had to learn and it may be a little bit more strong of a feeling I guess for me because I do live alone and work alone and I don't really see that many people but I really had to learn to be my own best friend this year because all of my friends were in school or they were working and they were doing stuff and I realized that at the end of the day all I've got is me and so I really needed to work on my relationship with myself and I feel like I honestly have a pretty good one but I guess this goes for someone else or if you're just moving out or if you do really focus on nurturing yourself and spending time with yourself and loving yourself and I feel like you can do this through doing a lot of self-care, taking the time to journal, really learn about yourself, find out things that you like, things that you don't like, um, and being really in touch with your body, say, for example, which sounds kind of weird, but I mean like when you do an activity, think about how it's making you feel or when you eat certain foods, think about how they make you feel, what makes your stomach hurt, what makes you really happy, or the certain type of music that makes you feel good. Just really analyzing yourself and getting to know what you like and what you don't like because that way you can make a lot of growth within yourself and truly enjoy spending time with yourself, really like the person you are when you're alone. I also recommend keeping a journal with you. Like I said, it's just so good for reflection and I've definitely spent a lot of time journaling this past year and it doesn't even have to be like like super deep it can just be reflecting on your day but it does kind of make you think about the way that you're acting or what you're thinking about and it's also cute to look back on as a little memory something else that I learned while living alone is that I always knew that I was like an extroverted person but ever since living alone I've realized that if I don't have like social contact or some sort of social gathering or environment and I spend time alone I will actually go insane in like three days span so that's a big thing for me I've learned that I need to surround myself through people and 
surround myself with people as I do get energy from those kind of environments and just planning my weeks accordingly by adding things that are super fun and just make me feel good. And something I want to add in here, I actually just saw this in a TikTok yesterday and I really liked it. It was some girl talking about a podcast she had heard. So this is like really far down the grapevine. Is that what it's called? I don't know. But basically she was saying that doing things you love with people you love and as many times as you can throughout the week is the definition of happiness or something like that and I think that's so facts I think when you are living alone you can get in the habit of just being in a routine or spending time by yourself and maybe that is what makes you the most happy but really focus on doing the things that you love that make you have fun that make you laugh that produce freaking dope dopamine and do it more often and as often as you can because it can be really isolating and I definitely feel like my energy has gotten a little bit stale (laughs) when I spend a lot of time just doing my work and living for my job like I had to remind myself to do things that were fun and to actually live my life and maybe this can be relatable for content creators but not just making your whole life revolve around creating content and actually spending time with yourself or spending time doing things that you love that don't go on camera or that don't be filmed or recorded and yeah I guess those are a lot of things that I learned I feel like another thing that I would just tell my younger self or I guess not even my younger self but myself before moving out is that it's gonna be hard and it's gonna be painful but growth is painful growth is hard and even though it kind of sucks feeling all these like emotions and feeling like you're maturing and having to deal with all these adult things it's just a part of growing up every person is going through it and you can literally ask anybody else for help that's like the same age as you because they're probably going through the same thing or ask someone older than you for advice because they've been through what you've already been through but it's just a part of the human experience and it's just something that you kind of have to go through like you know when they say the only way to get out of it is to go through it I feel like that's really what I should have named the chapter of my sadness this year like you know there's no way to go around it and sometimes you just got to wait it out and go through it and just figure out what works for you but it's not going to be easy and if it is easy for you then good job slay but just keep in mind that it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows the entire time and I think everybody can attest to this and reach out for help if you need it I also think that therapy is like a great option if you're moving out or moving by yourself because it will definitely give you like a place to talk and you know express your feelings if you don't already have a like safe place to do so. Now I asked you guys some questions on my Instagram about moving out and independence and loneliness and all that kind of stuff so I want to answer a few of your questions starting with am I thinking about moving again soon? Technically my lease ends in May but after that it goes month to month so I haven't really decided what I'm doing after that. I I think I would love to live somewhere else. Like for a while, I was thinking about going to New York for the summer or going to LA for the summer. But to be honest, Vancouver's best months is in the summer and these next six months. So I do really want to stay here and I want to enjoy that. All my friends are here. And the older that I get, it's honestly, it's been sad. It's been a little bit of an L to see all my friends just get older and have actual adult jobs. And as for myself too, just like be so busy and, you know, everyone's doing their own thing now. So I really want to spend these next few years, I guess, before people start to move away and real changes start to happen. I really want to be with my friends and they do bring me a lot of happiness. So I think summer in BC is going to be the moment for me as well as last year. It was like my first summer moving out. Like, tell me why I spent the entire summer working out. I know that may sound kind of like 
I don't know, stupid to people that don't really like to work out. But honestly, I found a lot of community through that and I did a lot of workout classes. So I met a lot of friends like that and it really kept my days busy. So I highly recommend doing that if you don't already. But as I was saying, I did that all last year. And this year, I really want to focus more on like trying new hobbies or signing up for art classes or continuing to deepen the relationships and new friendships that I have made with friends since I've been living here. So yeah, that is my vibe right now on if I was to move out. But again, I kind of am scared to like move too far away from my parents because I feel like I might be sad and like, I don't know, moving somewhere else is like kind of a lot. But I would love to move to the US eventually, even if it's for a little bit of time, whether that be New York or LA, there's just too many options. The options are endless. Okay, next question. Do I get scared at night? Honestly, no, not really, but I think it's just because I feel really safe in the apartment that I'm in. Maybe if I lived in a different area or in a different apartment, I would feel different, but I think that you can buy like extra locks for your door at night, and I feel like that would be super helpful. Um, I just make sure to close all my windows and lock my door, and if occasionally I'll hear like sounds in my apartment and I'm just like, is that somebody? I'll just like play music and tell myself to shut up and fall asleep because sometimes it's your mind playing tricks on you and you just need to fall asleep. Next question is how does it feel not having anyone in the apartment with you? And it feels great. (laughs) I'm going to tell you that. Honestly, I can't even imagine what it would be like living at home anymore. I feel so much peace on my own. I can choose whether or not I want to talk to anybody, whether or not I want to be with anybody. I have so much time to recover and recoup after being in too many social situations and I really love having the downtime on my own. You can choose if you want to have a peaceful night or a crazy night and yeah, I love it. I feel like my ideal situation would be if I had a friend be my neighbor in the same apartment, like that would be the dream. I do also enjoy the fact that I have my family still pretty close by. I feel like living in a different country or in a different area that was like multiple hours away would be a lot more different and a lot harder. Um, I typically see my family like once a week or like twice a week. I then got asked how I get myself to do stuff and how to not chill all day. And I even got asked a lot of questions about how I get off my phone and how to reduce screen time. And honestly, I'm probably not one to give the best advice on this because I do spend a lot of my time procrastinating or being on my phone or just kind of avoiding the tasks that I have to do. But like I said earlier in this episode, I feel like having something that'll keep you accountable is super helpful. And as for me, since my job is like social media, I have like my managers always like texting me and emails coming to me being like, you have to get this done. And also just posting and filming videos weekly and all that kind of stuff. You guys hold me accountable to telling me when I need to post and you know, when I got to get my shit done. So I feel like I just know that if I don't get get the things that I need to do done, I feel worse about myself. Honestly, like it it is very rewarding to be responsible, I guess, or like do the things that you say you're going to do. So yeah, I usually give myself a lot of breaks throughout the day though and honestly this isn't the best method but sometimes I'll just like chill for like three days and then grind my workout for like three days in a row and again that is probably not the healthiest thing to do because it would be easier to just do work a few hours every single day but in my opinion I'd kind of rather get it done like that and that's just again one of those trial and error things where you just got to figure out what works best for you and obviously whenever you move out for the first time or if you're already living alone maybe you're struggling to find a routine to be productive and get your work done it's going to be 
different every single day. And I feel like as you live on your own and you learn to live every day by yourself, you're, you're going to find a pattern that works for you or like, you know, what is the best for you. Okay, so let's talk pros and cons of living alone. I feel like I've touched on a bunch of them, but pros, you can do whatever you want whenever you want. You have nobody watching you. You don't have to tell anybody who you're bringing over. Not that I am bringing anybody over, but if you are living alone, you don't have to. I feel like you become a lot more mature, a lot more responsible, a lot more independent. You can play whatever music you want. You can be on the phone or filming. And this is a big one for me when I'm doing my YouTube videos. Nobody's in the background talking or disrupting. You can also decorate however you like. And if you are a girly girl and you want to make it a very feminine space, it is just so fun and I'm really glad that I like didn't move in with a roommate or, or my boyfriend because I do get to have this little independence girly era. You also get to use up all the rooms in your apartment. You get to use up all the closets and yeah, it's great. I love it. As for cons, I would say as much as having nobody tell you what to do is a good thing, it can also be a bad thing. And for me, I can make my apartment so messy and be okay with it. But then when anybody else comes over, I'm like, oh God, this is making me realize how much I shouldn't be okay with this. Another con, again, the cleaning, it's just horrible. Jumping into the adult world is kind of scary when, when you are still young. And I feel like I have like, you know, the landlord and the apartment manager and all these people asking so much for me. And I'm just like, <laughs> guys, I'm just a girl, but like they don't see you as a girl because they, they know you're living on your own. So it's like you really get plunged into this new era. Another con is that it's freaking expensive and groceries are so expensive. I didn't realize how much they were going to be when I first moved out and having to cook all the time is so frustrating, but I definitely recommend doing a bunch of meal prep. That is so helpful. And also going grocery shopping like every few days to get new produce is kind of the routine that I've gotten myself into. And another con is that sometimes it's freaking boring. Like not lonely, but just boring. Like I'll be avoiding my things that I have to do because I'm just over it. I'm over spending time alone. I'm over being my own best friend. And sometimes I just want to hang out with people and it sucks when people are busy, but I feel like that's one of those scenarios where you need to make a lot of friends in your area and have different friends for different purposes like whether you want to go out with lunch or you want a workout buddy or you have a study buddy or you want to go out at night like just having different friends for different things so that you hopefully are never bored and like somebody will be free whenever you want to hang out or see somebody because that's a big one for me oh and one more thing I want to add I highly recommend getting a pet because it makes you feel like you're not alone and you have someone to take care of and hopefully take care of your place for if you are kind of like a messier person or I don't know, I think that's a big one for me. Like obviously my cat doesn't live with me here, but he did stay with me for a week or two and it was cute. I would always like come home and he was there waiting for me and it made me feel not so lonely. And when I had to bring him back to my parents' house, I was kind of sad. I was like, oh my God, he's not here. I'm all on my lonesome again. But at the same time, that was good because I was like, thank God, I have no one I have to take care of. So yeah, I guess there's pros and cons to the whole situation, um, but I'm really happy living alone. I feel like I've learned so much about myself and how to cope with my own emotions. I feel like being able to self-regulate and make yourself feel better when you're feeling down is such an important skill. And the sooner that you learn it, it is just, 
just so good for you. And you can also learn those kinds of skills or like how to cope with those feelings when you are living at home, if that's still the case for you. But yeah, if you are living at home and you want to be more independent and kind of learn those skills, I highly recommend taking yourself on dates and just doing more things alone. It's going to help you so much in the long run. And when you do move out, it's not going to feel so harsh and so sudden. It'll be kind of like a little gradual process. I've got my phone here and I'm going to go through the questions that I got on my Instagram at betteryou.byfernanda. And I'm just going to rapid fire answer a few more ones. Do you ever miss living with your parents and your old lifestyle? Honestly, yes. I I get kind of sad, honestly, watching old videos because I was just so happy and I felt so youthful and I feel like I've aged 20 years in the past year. And by that, I mean like, I, I just like look at my face and I'm like, why do I look so much more tired? Maybe this isn't the case for everybody, but as a YouTuber, I've got my growth documented on the internet and I can just watch old videos and see how I was doing in the past. And I feel like it's a little bit painful because like I said, I'll watch old videos and I was like, oh my God, I was so happy. But I may just be catfishing myself because those also were highlight reels. And maybe I wasn't even thriving at the time, but I do miss how easy it was. I miss not having to cook. I miss not having to clean. I miss my friends being 10 minutes away. I miss my only responsibility ever was editing a YouTube video and posting it. I feel like I've just gotten so much more busy now and I've had definitely a lot more feelings of like anxiety and stress and like low-key, I think I've had like an excess of cortisol, which is like the stress hormone. Like I just feel like I've been so much more stressed. Like, I don't know, just so many things have changed and I just feel more mature and like an adult. But at the same time, I think that this needed to happen and I wouldn't want to go back to how I was in the past. I was just younger. Like that's just the reality of it. Obviously when you're younger, you have less responsibilities, you are happier and carefree. And I feel like that's the next chapter of my life that I need to navigate towards. It's just like, adding more fun to my life, not being so stressed out, delegating my job, just like really taking care of my mental health because obviously I won't ever have that carefree and just like youthful vibe again probably, but I can try to like lower stressful things out of my life and ask for more help. It is a little bit painful. And again, as a YouTuber, it's hard when people say like, oh, I miss I miss when you lived at home because it's like you, you're obviously you're not going to be able to stay at an age or at a stage in your life forever. You have to grow and you have to evolve. And I definitely feel a lot more mature. So, yeah, it's different. It's definitely different, but I wouldn't want to go back either. So how to be happy without being really social. Do things that make you feel good at home. Some hobbies that I love doing is painting or coloring or drawing. Um, I love watching new TV shows. I love dancing around my apartment. I love trying new recipes and baking. That's like a big one for me. Again, I've said it so many times, but I love working out and like blasting music and wearing a cute workout set. Like that is like one of my favorite things to do ever and it gets me in such a good mood. Also, I just built a puzzle for like the first time in so many years last week and I had a blast doing that. So anything like that, anything crafty, anything that you can let your creative juices flow is so fun to do on your own. And also I feel like it's super important to incorporate creativity into your day-to-day -day life because as a content creator creativity is just it, it's like something that I do daily but a lot of my friends I've realized you know they're working and then when they're not working they're resting or they're just seeing friends they're not really using their creative juices and I feel like it's just so important it makes you feel so good and it's so important I feel like to have some sort of creative outlet so if you don't have one already I highly recommend it and find one that you really enjoy doing and that sticks with you okay I kind of touched on this already but someone just said have you ever drowned in your own thoughts while living alone. 
And yes, that is a big one. That is probably one of the big reasons for why I was so stressed this past year, which is just like overthinking and stuff. How to cope with moving away from your parents when you have a super close relationship. It can be such a big thing and it's so sad, honestly, to move away from your parents, but I think you need to realize that your parents kind of expected this. Like they, even though they're gonna be so sad, they knew that they gotta let your wings fly and that you are gonna go through an age where you're gonna move out and you're gonna have to be your own person. And even though it's so sad, they're gonna be so happy for you. And you also have to realize that it's gonna happen sooner or later and if you're not ready to move out yet then don't spend time with your family or if you are going to move out maybe don't move so far away from them but just know that it's a part of the process and it's going to happen sooner or later i would highly recommend just calling them like every single day and finding new people that make you feel at home and like their family honestly i'm a big advocate i guess of like your family doesn't just have to be your immediate family, but it can be your chosen family. So whether that be friends or maybe a significant other, just having people that feel so close to you that you don't have to feel so reliant off your parents, I think. You have other people that feel just as close to you. Anyways, I feel like I've rambled on for way too long. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit more of a personal one and talking about my own personal experience, but I hope you enjoyed it, learned something new, maybe got a new tip out of it. Um, And yeah, I love you guys. I hope you're having the best day and I will see you guys next week with a brand new episode of A Better You. And yeah, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to the end. If you made it till the end, you are a queen or king. Love you. See you later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.